You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Greetings and salutations. Casey here with Dave. We're the football dudes. Dave, are you ready, bro? Yes, sir. You got that All right. right then. Our next stop, the Trend Zone. In today's episode, we'll talk about all the young dudes clash of our survivor picks our rock and roll fantasy go backs and of course we're gonna wing on over to london a jam with stones Dave, <laughs> a theme going. You, you, you hear me bro oh yeah all right before we take that trip across the pond let's get some dank nugs for the people dave yeah we'll start off with this one casey basically no lead is safe in the nfl the thing we love about this league man is it's always so exciting, except for all these primetime duds. But last week, three teams all on the road erased def- the def- deficits of at least 10 points uh, to get a big win, man. It was the Eagles uh, coming back from uh, 10 against the Green Bay Packers. Kansas City Chiefs coming back against the Detroit Lions. That one I'm not so happy about. Um, and then, of course, the Jaguars with Minshew Magic going on, Casey. Porn stash. That's right. Coming back from 17 to 3 at Denver to win 26 to 24. Just awesome, awesome NFL action, baby. I mean, so exciting. Okay. You know what? I'm going to throw a little audible in here because I'm still pissed off about it. Thinking back on these officials, man, the officiating has been pretty terrible this year, but they've definitely determined on this um, passing interference replay review. Yeah, they're not changing anything, bro. Yeah, no, it has to be egregious, egregious, egregious in order for it to even get uh, considered. Otherwise, if it's kind of pass interference and, you know, it, they're not going to if there's any gray issue at all, they're just going to leave the call as stands, man. So, yeah, I didn't think officiating could get worse than last year, but here we are. All right, Dave, <laughs> let's move on to some other stuff, bro. Yeah, we talked about it. Um, out with the old, in with the new. Yeah. So many young quarterbacks, dude, starting on these NFL teams. They're not only starting, dude, they're winning games. Yeah, 11 of the 15 uh, winning teams this last weekend had a quarterback that is 26 or under. Wow. I mean, that's crazy, dude. Some of these, uh, it's tough to be an old quarterback, I guess, in the NFL right now, whether it's injury or demotion. Unless you're super old like Tom Brady, but <laughs> and Rivers, yeah, dude. Rivers with his 217 straight starts or whatever, he's only five years behind uh, Brett Favre. So yeah, dude. Hopefully, some of these young cats will um, continue to keep it going. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but Dave, we got to um, speaking of dude, we're talking um, Cam Newton is looking like he might be coming back, but the way Kyle Allen is playing, I don't think that we see Cam until that paw is 100% better. <laughs> Get the no thorn doubt. out. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and you know what? I mean, it is it is a tough foot injury. He's a big dude. You know, you got to make sure that thing is is uh, 100% healthy. And as long as Kyle Allen's playing like he is, you know, he's won, a, a, won two games for him now. So, uh, keep it, keep it going, man. You you go with the hot hand in this league. Yeah, right? dude. And Cam might be concussed. Have you seen some of the uh, the fashion choices that dude is making? Whoa, <laughs> baby, let's reel it back in. <laughs> and you know, dude, uh, the NFL is all about injuries, and unfortunately, um, 
that lost uh, the Broncos lost a badass pass rusher last week. Yeah, Bradley Chubb, just in time to play the Chargers. Uh, feel bad for the guy, but uh, second year uh, defensive end, uh, and obviously the part of one of the best pass rushing tandems there in the NFL for the Broncos, uh, out for the season uh, with a torn ACL. So he'll be uh, or has already undergone surgery. And, and he is done for the year, man. So tough break for the Broncos, who are sitting at 0-4. Uh, no, no margin for error at this point for them. And then you flip it over to the Bears. Troobes goes out with the shoulder injury, um, and Chase Daniel comes in and plays pretty well in relief. Yeah, and I mean, and he's a guy that's had uh, a lot of opportunities and a lot of snaps, and, and he's made his way through the NFL, and he knows the system there uh, that Matt Nagy's running. Uh, and so he knows how to get the ball to the guys to make plays. Uh, and so it's not all on Chase Daniels. Everybody's going to rally. But uh, it wasn't like Trubes was really totally lighting it up. So we'll mm-hmm. see what Chase can do uh, with a strong defense and a, and a good running game. You know that Chase Daniel, Dave, he's a survivor. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging around the league. And speaking of survivors, right. it is time for the street three strikes pool, Dave. And uh, Nice segue. Yeah, I think you uh, probably um, – Went against the Dolphins, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. You might have best interest in that. I did. Uh, that was the Chargers over the Dolphins. So I survived yet again. How did you do, Casey? Mm-hmm. Same, same pick. <laughs> no, Dave, I picked the uh, the other team from L.A. that plays in the Coliseum. Oh, the Rams. I thought just in case everybody was on those Chargers, if something went wacky, I would survive with the Rams at home. Easy pickings until yeah. something disastrous happened. The Bucks have killed me twice this year, dude, against the Panthers at home on Thursday night and against those Rams on Sunday. So, um, don't, don't yeah, I guess I'll pick at the Saints this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's save that for later. All right, Dave. Um, yeah, as well, that, that kind of reflects the reality of uh, the, the whole uh, group out there, Casey. The most popular correct pick was the Chargers, my pick, and the most uh, popular incorrect was your pick, the Rams. How interesting. Oh man, I don't know why. I don't know why I do it. I'm terrible at this, and it's weird because I watch every single freaking game. I haven't missed yeah. a game in 20 years watching it, but I don't know the last time I got a game right in this three strikes. <laughs> Dave, you know what? I'm going with the most popular pick this week. That's the Philadelphia Eagles over the New York Jets. And if I lose that, I might be dead in three strikes, but I will be on top of an Eagle loss, so that's not so bad. Yeah, that's a win-win scenario for you there. <laughs> I've already picked the Eagles, so I'm gonna have a little trickier pick there. Uh, but I'll figure something out. I'm sure. Got to play in the Dolphins, right? Um, Dolphins are on a bye. I, I think I'm taking. The they Chiefs, might lose. The they might still lose. I think I'm gonna have to take the Chiefs. I'll be in a similar situation to you. If the Chiefs win, everything's fine in Survivor. And if they lose, hey, Chiefs take a loss. So. <laughs> All right, Dave. Let's move on. Let's get to our fantasy go back starts of the week. Yeah. Uh, Believe it or not, I was clean in both leagues and squeaked out a victory in each of them by uh, a small margin. I could have made a a switch here or there, but it wouldn't have been um, anything substantial and it wouldn't have changed anything. Two W's and I'm fine there. What about yourself? In my other league, I could have gone with Cortland Sutton. That would have gotten me over the top in there. But in our league, I dominated Dave and I did that crazy maneuver where you actually cut someone Sunday morning and pick up another person. Nice. They usually send you right down into the yeah. turlet. But um <laughs> I got rid of Matt Stafford and picked up Jacoby Brissett and he, he did me solid with twenty eight point five and I rolled nice. to an easy victory over those kicking 
pigeons. Nice. Well, congratulations on that. I <laughs> cleaned up on the snivelers myself, so felt nice. pretty good. <laughs> All right, Dave. Um, Sunday is the first of the London series going yeah. up. We got those Chicago Bears at the Oakland Raiders, but some pretty interesting uh, circumstance uh, surrounding this game. Yeah, well, I mean, to start with, it's the first game at the Tottenham uh, Hotspur Stadium, um, and it's the first NFL game there. They've they've built up this new stadium. It has actually got retractable grass, and then the, the NFL game will be playing on, on the surface, like an artificial surface underneath that. So that's kind of cool. This is... um. Uh, stadium that was built with the NFL in mind as they've signed a deal with the NFL to have at least two games a year there until 2028 and Chicago at Oakland I think Khalil Mack has this one circled on his calendar when the uh, schedule came out as his revenge game against the Raiders this should be good man oh dude he's playing with his ass on fire already so he's gonna have plenty of motivation (laughs) against those Raiders Oh, but Dave, the only thing that sucks about this is when those London games come, they usually start that at the 6.30 time slot here in yeah. Los Angeles, which we love. gives us four layers of football. This is <laughs> going to have the standard 10 a.m. start, so it's not as sweet as it could be, yeah. but still pretty damn awesome. Yeah, no doubt, and it is smack in the middle of a pack of morning games. Well, more uh, early games, I will, I'll say. Yeah, dude. Only two late games for us. That's bogus. We'll get into that later. But Dave, let's get in to the week five action starting on Thursday night. Yeah, it is going to be our Los Angeles Rams going to Seattle to play the Seahawks, dude, on the road. The Both these teams come in at three and one on the road. Rams favored by a point and a half. Dude, both these teams looking up at the undefeated San Francisco 49ers all alone in first place in that NFC West, just like we thought it'd be. But, dude, what's going on with these Rams, bro? Two weeks ago, they smashed the Saints, look like they're on track. And then last week, they get blowed up at home to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, giving up 55 points, dude. That's some crazy business, but there was a lot of red flags in that game. Mm -hmm. Jared Goff throwing 68 times. That is way too many for any quarterback, and uh, it was just too much for him. Highlights, um, Todd Gurley looked a little bit better. We thought, you know, the first couple games he didn't look like he was himself, but uh, didn't have a ton of carries, but looked good on the stuff that he had. Did find the the end zone twice there. Mm -hmm. Um, So the offense is – you know, 40 plus points again, or 40 points against points, the Bucks. Right? Yeah, there's there. You know, oh, yeah. uh, Robert Woods coming off a great game. And Cooper Cup, actually, dude, I thought it would be next year that he was back from that knee injury, but um, he's been super solid there. But the defense has got to play much better, dude. Um, especially Aaron Donald, who pretty much is the best player in the league. But you know, it got in their craw watching Indomitian Sue take that fumble Ooh. back for the touchdown that put it away. So um, I think L.A. is glad that they moved on from him. But that was a little spit in the eye of the Rams. But uh, they've done pretty well. They've won the past three against these Seahawks. So um, it looked like Seattle was a tough place to play. But uh, the Saints beat them the last time. We'll see what happens on Thursday. Yeah, and and it it still is. You you do have to deal with that home field advantage, even though the Rams are favored. Um, But Russell Wilson has, has quietly had an exceptional start to this year, Casey, um, basically not throwing any interceptions and just throwing touchdowns is a really good formula 
for a quarterback, and especially when you're a playmaker like Russell Wilson. He's on the season 118.7 quarterback rating, so he's really crushing it this year. Uh, Like I said, kind of quietly, uh, the running back uh, situation there, Carson getting it done. Uh, And the tight end, Will Disley's kind of really emerged as a big-time weapon for these guys as well. On the other side, of course, the trade for Jadavian Clowney paid significant dividends last week as he got that turnover and took it uh, all the way for the touchdown as they were uh, handling the Cardinals last week. But, you know, this Seahawks squad right now, um, like I said, sort of quietly laying low there, but putting together a pretty good uh, year. And, um, you know, this would be an enormous victory, obviously, when you look ahead and you think about playoff positioning um, and and how significant this one could be, whether they go to uh, on the road or stay in the confines there of Seattle. So very, uh, very interesting. All right, Dave, up next, we got an NFC South battle. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints, and the Saints are three and a half point favorites at home. Yeah, and you got these Buccaneers coming off, uh, you know, their most impressive performance under yeah. Bruce Arians. Um, and obviously, they got the points there with the 55 against the Los Angeles defense. Uh, that was um, highly ranked against, you know, in terms of giving up points. They're not, not after last weekend. Um, but, man, I'll tell you what. It was a couple weeks ago that uh, Mike Evans was completely unstoppable. And then it was last yeah. week against the Rams um, that Chris Godwin was ridiculous um and just you know basically if winston can avoid the tragic mistake uh he's always putting up big numbers and obviously now uh with that big arm and arian's attacking uh style uh you know this if as long as he can avoid the the critical mistakes uh they can put up a ton of points um and then at the running back position you know you're getting some good productivity out of peyton barber and um Ronald Jones uh, also sort of emerging a, as a nice one-two punch there. Uh, and obviously, you mentioned Indomitian Sue previously. Um, you know, hey, this is a pretty strong defense with some talented guys uh, across the board. So uh, it's going to be an interesting game uh, to see how they can do against Teddy B and those Saints. Yeah, the Saints really bounced back after that loss against the Rams, taking down probably the best team in the NFL. Uh, I mean, uh, Dallas. Cowboys, but it was the fashion that they did it, dude. 12 to 10, you wouldn't think that not scoring a touchdown would be enough. But I'm going to start with that Saints defense because they were so stout against the Cowboys, held Zeke under two yards to carry, wow. and there was nothing to be found there. And Cameron Jordan, dude, he just gets after the quarterback, man. His impressive, his motor there. But you flip it over to the offensive side. Obviously, no Drew Brees here, but. I'm stoked for Teddy Bridgewater, not so much last week against the Cowboys, but just in general, seeing him come back from that horrific injury, dude, and to see him, he could have left for other teams, but he decided to stay in New Orleans, and now he's getting his shot to kind of get it going while the breezer's down, and he played great against the Cowboys, did have the interception, but it was off a tip, but stayed in his wheelhouse, kept it near the line of scrimmage, spread the ball around a little bit. They, um, they got to get the tight end Jared Cook a little more involved. That's a weapon there that they have just not utilized yet. But, you know, a weapon they do utilize, 
Alvin Kamara, man, this oh, guy yeah. is a sick freak. And just watching him run last week, there were guys tackling him. He just powered through it, man. He is so hard to bring down. Mm-hmm. He can hurt you in so many different ways. But, Dave, if you go way back, I think it was week one last year when these Bucks beat the Saints in New Orleans when it was against Drew Brees. So um, anything can happen in these divisional games. And the, yeah. the Bucks putting together a couple nice wins, man. This is going to be fun to watch. We'll see what team uh, brings it on Sunday, dude. No doubt about it, dude. All right. Up next, it is the Buffalo Bills at the Tennessee Titans. Titans at home favored by three in this one. And um, this should be an interesting football game, dude. Yeah, so far the Bills exceeding everybody's yep. um, expectations. They are coming off the loss last week to the Patriots, but mm-hmm. who doesn't come off a loss to the Patriots? That being said, they were down 13 nothing right out the gate, and they fought back in that thing and had a few opportunities to take the lead late in that thing. They just couldn't do it. Um, they're not going to have Josh Allen most likely. He left the game um, with a concussion yeah. against the Patriots, so if not, it's going to be Matt Barkley and Maybe he's not the best QB out there, but he's got a lot of reps under his belt for a backup. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't turn the ball over, which Josh Allen's not been able to do, <laughs> then um, you know they'll have a chance in this game. But, dude, if I told you that Frank Gore was the fourth all-time leading rusher in the NFL, would you wow. say, mm, I don't believe that? But <laughs> he's right up there with Emmett Walter and Barry Sanders. So this guy was the inconvenient truth in San Fran. They're like, he's got to hit the wall sometime. But um, bro's drinking from the fountain of Ute, baby, because he just keeps it going. And this is a feisty Bill squad, and they're they're fun to watch, man. Sick defense. Yeah, And defense. it's coming together on the other side. But uh, it's a very intriguing matchup. Oh, and Dave, it is uh, the rematch of that Music City miracle from the playoffs <laughs> a few years back. I'm sure the Bills Mafia remembers that one. Yeah, and so do the Titans. That was the year they actually went to the Super Bowl and came up a three or four yards shy of putting that thing into overtime uh, late. But let's talk about these Titans. They came off of a, a big win last week where they crushed Atlanta in Atlanta. And this is, this, you know, it's the Titans team that kind of, it's a little baffling in a way, you know, from week to week what they're, Ugh, you totally. know, but, but they play physical. They're, they're going to run the ball. Marcus Mariota is actually having a heck of a season so far, quietly. Uh, he has no picks either on the season. Seven touchdowns, um, a very impressive quarterback rating of 106.2 on the year. And Derrick Henry is running amok. Last week he had 100 yards. Um, you know, And he's, he's a big, strong, physical guy. As the game yeah. gets long, it, their style of game is low scoring. And just, you know, trade punches. And Derrick Henry gets stronger and stronger as the game gets longer. And, um, you know, they've got a couple other weapons. Corey Davis uh, came up big last week, um, five catches. And also Delaney Walker um, has made, you know, sort of a, a resurgence, um, you know, a comeback uh, yeah. after after being banged up last year. So um, defensively, a very physical group. And, uh, you know, this is good. This is definitely going to be a, you know, uh, Low defensive scoring, battle yeah low scoring <laughs> affair between these two tough tough teams man you just made that a 51 to 48 game dave <laughs> you know right all right that's the nfl for you and let's move it along to a game that does does bring us uh some excitement right casey oh you got that right my friend it is the green bay packers at my dallas cowboys 
and the boys are favored by three and a half at home. Woo. Let's talk about these pack though first, Casey. Coming off that nah. uh, very right. disappointing uh, performance uh, last week, where it was a it was a it was a real tough battle uh, versus Philadelphia. They came up on the short end of that one. Um, one of the better primetime games uh, that we've had. But Aaron Rodgers um, was ripping uh, over 400 yards in that game and, and two touchdowns. Uh, Devontae Adams, 10 catches last week, 180 um, yards. And we're, we're, we're not sure about his availability in this one, Casey. So that would be an enormous loss uh, for them if he couldn't go. Geronimo, you know, I say let that toe heal up one more week at least. <laughs> okay. At least one. Uh, so Geronimo Allison uh, maybe with an increased role here. Uh, Jimmy Graham. Uh, maybe uh, who? Yeah, Jamie Graham. You know, uh, he uh he had a touchdown last week as well. Casey Aaron Jones, um, also uh had a touchdown last week. He's uh running the ball pretty well uh for these guys. And so, really, the the Packers have the thing about them this year that's been is most exciting. I think is early on when we saw they were in a physical, defensive oriented game against the Bears, uh, to start the season off. And their defense won the game for them. And I think that the playmakers that they acquired in the offseason defensively, um, just it just kind of changes the type of team they are maybe as they head, you know, throughout the, the towards the back end of the season. But um, this would be a huge game. As we know, a lot of times these games uh, come down to uh, playoff positioning later and Cowboys Packers are going to be in the mix. Yeah, dude, these Cowboys coming off a brutal, super physical loss at the New Orleans Saints on Sunday night. Um, The Pack getting that extra few days of rest since they played last Thursday. But the Cowboys, you know, only 10 points in the game. It was real tough sledding against those Saints. Couldn't really get the run going. I thought they got a little too stubborn and kept trying to push it in between the tackles. They didn't try the edges enough, I thought. And I thought they could have used a little more play action on the early downs once it was clear that the run wasn't um, there to be had. couple, uh, well, at least one iffy pass interference calls against Amari brought a huge play back, especially on that last drive, killed some clock, uh, and they just ran out of time. Yeah. But obviously the officiating is going to be um, what it's going to be, but they got to get more out of Zeke in this. It wasn't an amount of touches last week, just couldn't get it going. Um, and that might be a little more difficult because Tyron Smith is going to be out. He got leg whipped uh, late in that game on that last drive. Yeah. So he's got the, the high ankle or the medial ankle injury. So he's out at least this week. Good news is might get Michael Gallup back. He hasn't been ruled out yet. I don't know that he's quite there, but they could really use him out there. Devin Smith had the one touchdown against the Skins, but hasn't really showed up after that. And Amari definitely needs help. You know, another thing that went wrong in that Saints game was the Jason Witten fumble. I think mm. he's had like six in 16 years. The guy yeah. just does not fumble. So I expect not that that not to happen again. And, of course, Zeke, questionable fumble with those stupid refs. But either way, you clean that up. I think they're going to be okay on offense. And on defense, dude, how about Robert Quinn? Man, a couple weeks back, and that guy was all over the place, really helping DeMarcus yeah. Lawrence on the other side. Tristan Hill, the uh, the second-round draft pick, he's playing and contributing there. Lost Kevon Frazier, dude, a torn pec. Mm-hmm. He's been a great special team player for us and does some cleanup at safety. So maybe we see Donovan Wilson this week if he's um, 
healthy enough to get back, but it's going to be all hands on deck, man, to try to shut down these Packers. But Dave, even if the Cowboys win, it doesn't matter until the postseason. They got to find a way to beat those Packers in the postseason, but getting the win here might keep a space open. So um, the way the Giants are looking now, Dan Jones, and now the Eagles coming back, they need to get this win, dude. All those W's count, man. All right, let's move it along to Monday Night Football, where it'll be the Cleveland Browns, everybody's darling this year, heading to San Francisco. Everybody's darling from last year, but they (laughs) fell on their faces. But this year, hey, guess what? The San Francisco team is 3-0 and off to their best start in 21 years, Casey. It wasn't uh, – if they go 4-0, it'll be the first time they've done that since 1990 with Joe Montana to Jerry Rice. Getting wow. So uh, San Francisco, obviously excited at home with um, – Three favored by three and a half on this one, but this is this game's kind of actually pretty dang exciting, I think. Oh yeah, dude! And Cleveland was in a pretty much a must-win last week yeah. against those Ravens. Um, people launching themselves off of that bandwagon after the performance against the Rams uh, on the previous Sunday night, which wasn't that bad. You, you know, they had opportunities in that game, but um, nice bounce back from Baker Mayfield, especially in that game. But dude. I think we knew this already, but Nick Chubb is bona fide superstar at the running back position, dude. I think he is still running over the Ravens, almost 200 yards and three touchdowns. Not only that, it's the top end speed to get going once he breaks containment, dude. He just, he was ditching fools. But um, the OBJ Baker Mayfield love fest hasn't really exploded yet. Um, They got to get that guy more involved. He was absent in that Ravens game. I know they ran a lot but that they have to have him be a focal point of that offense. Obviously, Juice had a nice week last week, and so did Ricky Seals-Jones. You, you thought there would be a big loss losing, uh, losing David Njoku, but Ricky Seals-Jones comes up, and it was total fantasy domination for that guy. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid defense, too. Miles Garrett with six sacks on the season already. They just got to limit the turnovers on offense and keep playing that defense and tackle well, and they'll be in there. And uh, this is going to be a fun, fun game, dude. Yeah, and you got the San Francisco 49ers on the other side. This is about as excited as they've been in a really long time with an opportunity to go uh, to 4-0. It was a bye last wow. week for them. Uh, the week prior to that, um, they did uh, handle uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, 24-20. to So, um, obviously, and that was the desperate Steelers team at that point who has since gotten a W. But... Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, dude, at, when he came back in the preseason, it looked like, uh-oh, man, maybe we made a mistake giving this guy such a lucrative contract. But now, uh, as the season starts to unfold, uh, Jimmy's looking like the guy that we, we would hoped he would be. Jimmy G really uh, playing pretty well uh, the early this season. They've got a strong running game with Breida uh, running the football there. And... um Obviously, George Kittle is one of the best young tight ends in the league. He's yet to really like completely explode and dominate this year. But he's he's been strong, but um, uh, maybe look for him to have a breakout game. So uh, on defense, they've got a ton of high draft picks, and uh, you know some guys. Are that they high because weed is legal in California? <laughs> That's right. They're picking up the 
the medical stuff, Casey, you know, for their uh, recovery time and stuff. But then they've added that, the some of those, obviously a lot of draft picks on the defensive line, but mix in that with D Ford, Richard Sherman, some of the older guys, uh, Quan Alexander, they, they brought in there. Uh, and, uh, you know, they've, they've got a, they've got a pretty decent defense as well. So, um, Obviously, they're going to have their work cut out for them now that the Browns team has sort of gotten their mojo back a little bit and their swagger. So we'll see um, which one of these two, uh, you know, relatively inexperienced quarterbacks uh, can put a put their team on their back a little bit and maybe have like a mis- I think the mistake free performance here is going to be the key. Which quarterback can play clean and um, and not have a mistake might uh, give his team uh, the best opportunity to win. Yeah, dude, I was wondering what was wrong with the NFL because last week the Cleveland Browns weren't playing in prime time. Yeah, it's a, it's a rarity, right? I mean, now they're back, Casey. It's all right. We've read okay. that. We've read that. They're back in prime time. Oh, man. So much good action coming up this weekend and so many ways to check out the football dudes. Did you know you can subscribe to us on Spotify now? How easy is that? Or on iTunes or Stitcher. Make sure you subscribe to the Football Dudes YouTube channel as well. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. So much info on the Twitter sphere and, of course, on Instagram as well. Or if you'd like to kick it old school, just go over to footballdudes.com. All right, that is going to do it for this episode of The Trend Zone. He's Dave. I'm Casey. We're the Football Dudes.